podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub. And start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenni's 3D Virtual Try-On. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. To the Fatback Four for this Sunday night. I'm Gavin with me as always. I have Shawnee, I have Grizz, and I have Keith. Um, look, it's uh, Liverpool won Man City Four, and we're going to talk about that game <laughs> in uh, massive detail for the next hour, hour and 15 minutes or so. But before we do, um, we this show, of course, is brought to you by Manscaped, manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com. Uh, Buy whatever you like and use LFCDT at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Shawnee is using it. Um, he's getting in trouble. Um, his mom thinks he has someone on the side. Uh, Keith just loves it. Um, he once yeah. nicked his ball bag doing it, but, um, yeah, healed up well, healed up nicely. <laughs> completely blamed Thanks himself on it. And Grizz just keeps bottling it all the time. Um, so far we have used the uh, Lawnmower 3.0, which literally everyone loved, uh, the Weed Whacker, which everyone Everyone loved was really excited about and the next thing coming along i believe is a um, manscaped cologne um shawnee you'd be smelling lovely and everything going out like it, when this arrives at your doorstep like there'll, there'll be there'll be marital problems going where though going to fucking spa going to dons we can't go anywhere you know what i mean we can't do that uh yeah like they just keep churning them out but uh one thing i will like i've we've been on about manscaped for a long time but what what's telling to me is the amount of lads that I've put onto it now, because they've seen me going on about it, hear me chirping on about it, yeah. And the feedback is always positive. You know what I mean? It, like I'll say again, it's the one thing in my life that I knew I never knew that I needed. You know what I mean? And now I don't think I can do without. Uh, it's just fucking brilliant. I can't wait to smell the, the cologne. If it's yeah. if it smells uh, like that, uh, the ball deodorant yeah. or the other stuff. Yeah, Cotton I much. hope it's. I hope it smells exactly the same as that in cologne form. Yeah, um, or aftershave form, whatever you want to do. Keith, you be just lashing this all over your head and everything. Oh, all over my body. Yeah, yeah. all over my body. Just <laughs> yeah, get it yeah. all on. <laughs> smell great. <laughs> smell like a joint ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what 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 will you do with it, Chris? You'll probably um, just say it's great, and but you'll probably no, put I, that, I, that I'm, behind your ear. I've been I've been uh, told that I love the smell of myself anyway, so okay. this will just add to that if it smells like. But I'm a yeah. brute man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm old school, right? Oh, so I'm, I'm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm brute. So old, if this spice. Is old yeah. spice, yeah, that's me. Blue uh, my, my my father used to use it. 
Um, he probably still does. My dad uses it, and then I nicked it from him. And then ever since then, I've just carried on the legacy. Yeah. So if this is anything like that, then happy days. They still sell brute sets um, in the yeah, shops. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't smelled brute in a long, long time. Oh, a long, you can't go wrong. long time. Try it um, and tested. Okay. Um, no, but listen, manscaped.com, um, LFCDT at your checkout, get 20% off, free shipping. And as I said, whatever you buy in there, you will get 20% off. And look out, because they do do deals on top of that as well. So it's well worth having a look at. They are our sponsors. They've been really good to us. And I have to say, the stuff that we've been given to try out has been top-notch. It really, really has. Um, there's some old spice shouts coming in here and all now. Um, Christopher Scott with a super chat. Thanks very much. He says, we take our licks and move on. Priority is now to finish in the top four. A summer clear-out is a must. Origi Shakiri need to go along with Matlab, Ox and Keita. No more passengers. Reliability is key. Uh, Christopher, we're going to absolutely um, we're going to absolutely talk about that sort of stuff as we go on towards the end of the bur- show. That could, that could easily be my burner. Just going to put it out there. <laughs> yeah, it easily could have, yeah, because you got very emotional the other night about it. Um, yeah, but, but you wouldn't be giving up a tenner, you toy No, that's the difference. That's literally two and a half Wait, bottles of brew. Great point well made. Great point well made. Tighter than two counts of paint, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Correct and proud. That's how you get to the top. Uh, Jotto says, great job delaying having to talk about the game. No, we just wanted to get our sponsor in there and um, talk about them a bit before we get on to this. I have no problem talking about this game. Um, the second thing is, before we move on to the game, and this is not more delaying, uh, the lads were doing a show the other night um, with Steve from the Man City fan. Steve, by the way, with brilliant value. Um, go on. What are you laughing at? Do you know, uh, hats off, Mohammed Jogi, Man yeah. City escaped. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that. Uh, That's a brilliant show, in fairness. That's a brilliant show. There you I go. What are all smiling and happy for? We all got Man City escaped properly today, says Mohammed. Um, but listen, he, uh, the lads had got Steve on the other night. Steve was great value, uh, really good to talk to. And there were City fans in the chat, and they were brilliant. There was some people in the chat, though, that were idiots to be perfectly honest with you you know we've a couple of admins there um that look after things a couple of moderators we're going to add to that that team uh just so the lads aren't overrun but there was people in there and they were being they were being silly um and look i'm just gonna let you know our interaction with people is is what we pride ourselves on we love the chat in there there's always intelligent chat there's always to and from between fans of other clubs and that's absolutely fine but if you cross that line um where there was shouts about you know what the shouts about. You, you can you can make it up in your own head as very easily. If that happens, whether they're Liverpool fans doing it to City fans or City to Liverpool or United, no matter who you are, if that goes on, you'll just be banned from the channel because one, there's no place for it, and two, it just clogs up the chat with, and you start missing the actual intelligence stuff that's going on. And yeah. we air chat is probably one of the most intelligent you will come across. So we just wanted Thanks, to say Steph. that, yeah. right? And um, not, not you, not you, not you being it. intelligent. Yeah. The lads in the chat are intelligent. We're just four <laughs> agents. Um, but look, um, it's it's one of those things. So just keep it in mind, all right? Um, right, on to the game. So uh, Sean Dunn, um, is that air Sean Dunn? It is. It is. Okay. Yeah. Um, Still on the whiskey boy. Yeah, yeah. He throws in. He throws in a super chat. Doesn't say that. Just he's just giving us his money. Which is which is. Uh, I, I know what that message said. Actually, I read it before I deleted. He said, "Sorry, uh, I my head gas went there last earlier on, lads. Yeah. Please don't play my voice now on the internet. Don't worry." <laughs> his head gas Big yeah, tub of air. Head gas fluid all the way on the way to Sligo. But listen. um, Liverpool won Man City 4 and we'll start where we always start and that's the lineups and and Grizz I'll come to you first you know 
Thanks. It's Allison in goal. Trent Robertson. He goes with Fabinho and Henderson at the back. He goes with um, he goes Thiago and Aldum Jones and the front three as normal. You said a couple of days out you felt that's the way he was going to go, especially at the back. Were you surprised with midfielder? Nope. Nope. Wasn't surprised with the midfield. It's the best team we could have picked in the circumstances. Again, um, a lot of clamour for one of the centre-backs to play. Was never going to happen after two days. Um, was never going to happen in this game. Um, and so, therefore, he had to go with, as long as Fabinho was back fit, he had to go with him at centre-back, experienced. Mm. Fabinho up, you know, we could probably go into his personal performance, but before today, um, was magnificent in that position. Hendo hasn't put a foot wrong. Um, so, yeah, midfield, look, Milner's dead. Milner's, Milner's paid four games in, in 10 days before that. There was no way he was going to keep that up. Um, Jones, little small cameos that he's shown previously has done all right after being out of the team um, in the previous game. So, yeah. And Mane back up top was always going to start once he was fit. I don't know how fit he was after looking at that performance. But, um, but yeah, selection-wise, um, I wasn't surprised. Many were disappointed and s- sort of some were angry that how the fuck have we bought two centre-backs and not playing any of them and what's the point of buying them, blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't. I knew it's going to be Fabinho Henderson as long as Fabinho recovered. Okay, um, Shani, I don't. Think I was disappointed. Jo- yeah, I don't think Jones was a surprise though. You, you were surprised. You were disappointed by the centre half situation. Yeah, I think Phillips should have played. I think he's just being overlooked uh, because he's not a new signing. Phillips should have definitely played. Uh, Nat Phillips hasn't put a foot wrong in the Liverpool show since he's come in. He had a rough few minutes at uh, St James's, but I think he should have started the day before. Beside Fabinho, I think he's done enough in the last few games to do that. Yeah. And I would have put Henderson into midfield. Um, look, Milner has been okay, but he's he's not able to play this many games. Um, when it came out, I was a little bit disappointed that he had reverted to that type because it's kind of like banging your head along the wall, like and expecting the result to change. We the bar Fabinho going with them lads that we had in there today. I think we could have went for it today. I don't think we had anything to lose today. And it didn't look like we approached the game that way. Because the reason why I say that is a lot of people saying a win would have brought us back into a title race. But even you had Andy Robertson last week who said, we're not in a title race. We had nothing nothing to lose today. There was pride, pride at stake there today. Though we were defending a record against City where they couldn't beat us. And I'm just, I think our overall approach to the game was wrong, to be honest with you. Uh, I think you could point out a lot of individual performances that have been bad in recent weeks, but I think Klopp as well shouldn't be free from blame. I think he's got an awful lot wrong in return to um, decision-making in the last couple of weeks. And look, I'm not going to come in here and slaughter any individual or any coach because I'm not spoiled. I'm not entitled. Look, a horse today hurt a little bit, to be honest with you. And it was a game I didn't feel much for kicking off. I wasn't nervous. I was a little bit deflated, but that hurt today. We got we got battered. Like we got battered. The scoreline will say that we got battered. We got turned over, and you had Neville and you had Tyler laughing away, and you had Carragher who was making a bit of a joke over as well. And that fucking hurt. And it would have hurt some of them players today. That will hurt them. And you cool. just have to hope that 
this ends up being a catalyst. Now, I was saying this a while. If I try to take everything in isolation, lads, I really do. Um, I don't try to go over the top. But we can't take this in isolation because that was the third home game in a row we lost there today. And it's just not good enough. They've, they've got to use this as a catalyst and turn this around. Honestly, because it's just not good enough. Uh, not for what we want to be. We want to be champions. And look, you can't always win leagues. It's a tough ask. It's a tough ask in a good season. It's a tough ask from teams that are going your way. But um, I was disappointed with the approach today to the game. Keith, um, would you have done anything differently? You know, like I said, I don't think Jones is a surprise in midfield because Milner surprisingly starts during the week. I didn't think Milner would play at, during the week. I thought he would have been rested for this one. But when, when he does play, I'm, there's no way he starts for me today. So Jones wasn't a surprise. What Would you have done anything differently at, um, at centre-half? Centre I agree with Sean. I echo what Sean just said. I think Nat Phillips, Nat Phillips has... As Shani touched on, he's had a few dodgy minutes against Newcastle. Other than that, he's never put a foot wrong for us. Now, whether he's a type of centre-back Jürgen Klopp wants in his team going forward or not, the idea that that Ben Davies is somehow a superior centre-back to Nat Phillips, well, that that needs to be, you know, needs to be seen because Nat Phillips has done nothing wrong. But I'm not surprised that he went with Henderson and Fabinho because I think Klopp, was never going to to play Phillips. He doesn't seem to trust Phillips, right, starters. So he was never going to put him into that game against the front line with no no centre forward, no um, aerial threat. Um, and it, it just turned out, you know, the, the game panned out um, as we probably all, maybe not as we expected, but there's, there's a lack of urgency and a lack of energy in our squad now and... I'm just hoping that the team, the team that went out today, right, was the team I expected for today. Put it that way. It's not the team I would have picked. I would have gone with Phillips. But I hope it's the catalyst for change going forward. I wouldn't have played Quebec today. I wouldn't have played Ben Davies today. If I was playing any of them, it was going to be Nat Phillips. Yeah, but, guys, I, I disagree. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, Keith. Well, you blocked someone stupid again, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't agree with both lads about playing Phillips. Not in a game like this, he's done well, and I've had enough of this sentiment bullshit that we keep. Oh, he's done well, he's fine, he's good, he's not. He's he's probably he's probably not going to play more than two three games for Liverpool again in his career now. Now that we've got these centre backs and we're going to get our centre backs back and and in the summer as well. Absolutely nothing against Phillips himself as a you know as a person. He's up and he's done brilliant for us. But in a game like this, when you need people comfortable in the ball in every position, because that's what they've got. That's what they got. That's what they use in every area of the pitch. Players that are comfortable on the ball. You was no way going to put Phillips. Sorry, I would have no way put Phillips on that football pitch, especially when he's not got a target man to to have a wrestling match with or fight with or bully with. Um, Henderson, Fabinho. Overall, done well. Well, Fabinho had a stinker, but he's allowed one stinker. Um, you know, I until these the centre backs settle in, you know, we can't sort of cater. We can't say we're throwing Phillips or Williams. That episode has come. Whether it's cost us the title, whatever, it's gone. We have to look past that episode now. Bring in these centre backs. Try to fit them in asap and move forwards. So yeah, there was no way I would put back Phillips. No well, way I would put Phillips back in. Uh, 
I have, I have to be honest. Um. Better sleep means a better you. That's why Mattress Firm stands behind the rest assured promise. Featuring the best mattresses from America's top rated brands like the Temper Breeze Collection. And save up to $500 on premium adjustable mattress sets. Plus, get a $300 instant gift with your purchase, good towards sleep accessories. Shop Temper Pedic, Stearns and Foster, and more with our sleep experts today to get your best sleep only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Visit mattressfirm.com for complete details. I said to you earlier, regardless of what way he went at centre-half, I think it's suit with City. And the reason I say it is because with Fabinho and Henderson at centre-half, he's, he's still short in something in midfield, and that suits City. Okay? Plus, they're playing against two centre midfielders who are playing centre-half. If he brings in Kabak, it suits City because it's a fella just literally... He's two two days training with Liverpool, and he's looking to go in. But I have to be honest; I would have moved Fabinho into midfield and left Henderson where he is, and I would have put Kabak beside him. Because the reason being, I think Henderson would have. I, th- I think Henderson would have looked after Kabak. I think he's a natural centre half. I think it helps, and Fabinho in the six, I think helps that midfield break up stuff a bit more and releases Jones and releases a releases a Jones or a Thiago or you have an option there when Alden, whatever you want. I probably would have went that way, but it, I I don't disagree. I think I think the two lads are centre half done okay. They've done absolutely fine. But I still think for me it was it was six of one half a dozen of the other because we were still we are weakening we weren't weakening ourselves but we were we were taking a chance regardless of what way we went. You know, now we took the chance with the two lads that, you know, play centre midfield and, and put them back there. And, and for the vast majority, they were fine. But, but I, I probably I probably would have went with Kabak. I would have said, look, just throw him in there, put him beside Henderson, get get somebody into midfield. And with the options that he had in midfield, like Jones, Wijnaldum, Thiago, it may have worked better to move Fabinho. But that's that's just the way I was thinking of it. Um, the thing that, is, Gav, if you throw yeah. Kabak in there and he gets spun... The fucking yeah. vultures be circling already, and the lads at the playing one game for Liverpool. Yeah, so, yeah, no, no, hundred percent. He, he's, he's on ten that hooks a little bit, club yeah. regarding the situation. And I get what Grizz is saying that Phillips probably not the best on the ball or anything, but he's done nothing wrong. You, and it, even by the fact you just need to show that you have a certain amount of trust in these players, even if you don't in this stage. Because look, you said Grizz, he might not play two or three more games for Liverpool. But that doesn't matter. You need to set a precedent going forward. He, 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 he could have done that today. And he would have known, look, no matter what, he would have known, look, if Phillips gets fucking done here, that can be me then putting him out the pasture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he could have done that and given us something extra in midfield. Because mm. I think by playing Henderson as centre-back now, he's playing left-sided centre-back and he's been excellent. Don't get me wrong. There's been people saying that he should be left there and that if he keeps playing that way. We are fucking desperately missing Henderson on the right side of midfield today. Right side of centre mid. Look at look at their every single one of their attacks in the second half is going down that side against Trent. And Trent gets lashed out because he's not because he's not a great one on one defender. He's not, but that's not as far take. That's not what he does. That's not why he's regarded as the best right back in the world. He's regarded as the best right back in the world because of his output going forward, and his game has been massively hindered by the loss of Henderson there. We need to get him back into midfield. I think I think it was just a bit safe today from Klopp when it didn't have to be. Because in terms of a title challenge, I don't think we had not much to lose today. Yeah. Top four isn't gone out the window because we got beat today. He could have yeah, went no. for it and he didn't. And even when you look <laughs> at or even top look at look at Pep's lineup as well. Like they would have been fucking delighted with a one all, and then we gifted them the three points in the end. 
Yeah. Oh, we did, we did, and we, and we get to that. But um, look, you could go either way with it. You could, there's loads of different options you could have went with. That's what he went with. And I think, you know, I think reading, kind of reading on social media, people are like, well, we've signed two centre-backs. Why aren't we playing one of them? You could put an argument that they're only in training in a couple of days. And against that, you could argue going, but I don't give a fuck. They're centre-backs. Put one of them in and get our midfield back into midfield because that's the whole purpose of the of the, of the the enterprise, isn't it? You're putting these fellas so the, the lads in midfield aren't playing in fucking centre-half. Um, people Maybe are pointing out... it was out- a different game, he would have done it. You know, but City probably just felt he had to go with the, the reliable tried and, tust, tried and tested and maybe that's what influenced them not throwing them in. I think from now, I think you might see it certainly yeah. come back straight into that team. Yeah, uh, battery says uh, three years we've been class uh, for me. The future is the worry. FSG. Um, we're going to get on to what, where to now, or where to next, um, later on, battery. So we will, we will bring that up as well. Um, just, just looking at um the first twenty minutes, and and Grizz, I'll come back to you because it was an intriguing first twenty minutes. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was very, very intriguing. I, I actually managed it this time. I actually managed in terms of blocking out the commentary because I thought I honestly thought that was one of the worst worst commentated matches ever Um, but forget them fuck them I don't even want to mention them in terms of the game I um, it started it was exactly how I thought it was going to be City had a game plan City were setting traps all over the place waiting for us to to start off like a house on fire you know the usual Liverpool when it's Liverpool City and we come out all guns blazing we were never going to do that because of the confidence levels of this team. You also take into consideration you're playing a Man City team that's just on the back of 13 wins in a row. And I think majority of them clean sheets, lads. So when we talk about Man City, we're talking about this machine that's been sort of slowly, slowly clicking into gear and now it's peaking. We've talked about this being a mad league. We've talked about this being um, problematic for all teams, etc., etc. They've just won 10 league games in a row. And I hate to say it, but I I said it two months ago, three months ago, by the end of January, they'll have a 10-point lead, looking at their fixtures and the way it's going. Um, I didn't expect us to come out all guns blazing. I knew we'd be low on confidence, but I thought we'd done okay. You thought you didn't have a 10-point lead, Chris? Yeah, six to eight-point lead, I said. But it's turned out to be ten. I said about six to eight points. So you'd expect us to drop points against West Brom, Brighton. No, I expected I expected points to be dropped against Spurs and West Ham, which we won. So it's it's mad. Um, It's mad. But but the thing is. Yeah, sorry, just just to go back quickly, Dinesh's super chat, he says, I think Klopp should have taken a gamble and played Nat Phillips and the new centre-half, Mew Fabinho and Henderson back in the midfield. I think we're missing the fans at Anfield. One all, we go on and win um, with fans there. But go on, Chris, sorry, I just want to get that out of the way because I didn't want to be lost. Yeah, so that that opening 20 minutes panned out exactly how I thought it was going to pan out. I didn't think we're as bad as the commentators were making out or some fans on social media making out. We were very safe, probably the best way to use, uh, describe our passing in every part of the field. Our front lads look shot again of confidence, absolutely shot of confidence. Um, and I'm, I'm afraid, you know, Tiago set the tone with that early yellow card. We, we he just, you know, an issue. It, it, it is an issue. Maybe, issue. you know, he just couldn't, he just couldn't press or the, our, our midfielders couldn't press every with the same intensity after that. Yeah. So look, 
But with regards to that opening 20 minutes, I thought they were very clever in how they set off because, look, they didn't have to chase the game. They absolutely, I think Shawnee says, we were the ones that needed three points just for our conference, for the top four challenge, you know, not for the title, but just sort of, sh- you know, show them that, you know, we're still here. You know, we're not, you know, you're not going to sort of bat us away, which they did in the end. Um, but I thought the opening 20 minutes was very coy, very careful. I thought it was very strategic, but I don't think we were as bad as people made out. Um, yeah, Battery says VVD is first game. Uh, he never played City, so no way two new centre backs. I um, I think I think with Van Dijk, what happened there was I think he make, makes his debut against Everton. I think he has a small issue, and that's why he doesn't play in the league game against Man City. Following shortly on from that, um, let me see, uh, Keith. I'll come to you next. Um, the fo- I think Riz is right. I think City were trying to set traps. They were trying to. Get, they had a lot of the ball. But I was quite comfortable in that. I thought, you know, Liverpool are going in. They're, they're not high on confidence. You know, again, a bit of a makeshift side. The midfield has changed again, you know, and they're probably just trying to feel their way into the game. And I thought that was a, it was a, a not an intelligent approach by Liverpool, but, but an understandable approach, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think we done the preview show the other night, me and Sean, with Steve, the Man City fan, and, and we heaped praise on Man City um, defensively as a unit. And I didn't think they were very good in the first half. I thought um, Ruben Diaz, who we, we talked up as, as a big, big player for them, and who Jamie Carragher's comparing to Virgil van Dijk's in, influence at Liverpool, took me very sloppy on the ball. But we just were that bit off it. You know, we were just that bit off, and we were... We were feeling our way in, and we got into the game when we done a lot better. Um, I see, you know, the, those criticism will go. Bobby is the easy target in the front when when it's not working out. I didn't think Mo was great, and and Sadio suffering from that hair transplant that he's after having as well. The lads weren't really at the at the races up front, but it wasn't one of them game. It, it looked like it was going to be, and the scoreline doesn't reflect how I felt the game was going. It, it was a cagey match. The first half was very very cagey. Do you know what I mean? It was it was a real... Well, yeah, they might have been laying traps. I don't even think City were that good. And this isn't to dig out City. I, I, I think that's giving them I too did. much credit. I, think I, thought that, I thought they were sloppy, Grizz. I thought they were sloppy I, themselves. But it, it was a very un-Pep-like performance yeah. from City. They they were patient today. They, they didn't overextend. And any, but I agree with you. There was times where... Look, I... We went in nil all at halftime and I was thinking, like, these are fucking dirty. We got out. If we just yeah. switch on and go up a gear here. But it never happened. It never, never happened. And Keith, you're saying Bobby's an easy target. I think a serious conversation needs to start around Bobby. I for agree. Me these days I agree, Sean. If you're looking in, if I'm being honest, probably the last 12 to 16 months, Fair. you'd be quicker to pick out the good performances than you would to pick out the bad performances. So you, you'd, yeah. you'd, have a, you'd have a harder time literally sifting through to find a good performance. And look, I think he's played football constantly since 2017, 18, yeah. I think. I, I, I don't think that's... I think he's been playing. He just looks bollocksed. And he's a yeah. player who massively relies on his energy. Oi, and it's yeah, just not I there. Agree, yeah, it, I agree. And it's affecting us up the top end of the pitch to no end. Because this is where you don't... Re- People were critical of Bobby saying he was poor when he wasn't scoring, but he was doing the rest and that was grand yeah. because the front two... Fr- let's call it, to be honest, the front two of Mane and Salah were able to do that thing because he was occupying so much space. Yeah. He's no longer doing that. Yeah. So now we are seeing 
exactly how much we need to do to even carve out a chance. Like, look at the goals against West Ham. It's two moments of genius from Mo, and then it's a penalty today. When's the last time a goal has kind of happened for us? Yeah. Uh, it hasn't. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's something that definitely, definitely needs to be addressed. And I'm not one for throwing players under the bus or anything like that. But it's, it's something that we do need to think about going forward. I think it's the upgrade any... that's needed, isn't it? It's the glare yeah, and the upgrade. Maybe even a change attack. Maybe not a false nine anymore. Maybe a target man. Maybe something different. Like I don't know. Maybe push push Mo into the middle and maybe look to get an out and out winger in summer or something like that. That that's something obviously we'll probably talk about later on. But it's something now that has really starting to worry me now with Bobby's form. I think Bobby's. Yeah. I think Bobby. I think the Bobby conversation must have been brought up, sort of, with our recruitment team and sort of our coaches as well, and that's why we, again, fucking how unlucky are we? But that's why we went with Tiago and Jota to change it up. So Tiago, a totally different midfielder to anyone that we've got in the club, and Jota, who would give them absolute different options and more options. And look, after is it after ten games we're on top of the table, so it's working. Something was working. Something was going fine. This four-two-four, or however you want to f- put it onto a formation, was was working because it, it got us to the top of the table and and and, and scoring goals. And Jota was seven in seven or whatever, but um, he gets injured. And then my criticism of Klopp is when he gets injured. When Jota gets injured. We haven't tried that system again, lads. We haven't tried any yeah. variation of there's any no, formation. There's no it's, real alternative without it, Jota, though, is that really? Try it. Sure. No, there, there is, Shawnee. We try against West Ham and we're a fucking different animal. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's, true. It's, 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 it's bewildering. Yeah. We've, but, we've Chris, reverted, you say West Ham, no. Where were you a different animal against West Ham? Because the Force 45 against West Ham was very samey as to what was happening. It, it was a moment of magic from Mao that really turned that game on its head. So, in, like, in the West Ham game, the it, difference was, uh, Shawnee, it encouraged the formation that we picked against West Ham, encouraged our wingers, uh, wing backs, Trent and Robertson, to come alive again because we had far more control in the middle. With this 4 3 3, I thought our fullbacks were poor again because they were so scared to go forward again. Because Mares and Sterling's instructions were very clear and very simple. Stay as wide and stay as high as possible. And then they just cramped the midfield. It was, I know, Keith, you say that Man City weren't impressive. I thought when you go to I, Anfield and you're, and you're playing a, you know, resurgent, hopefully, you know, resurgent Liverpool and your keeper hasn't to make a one single save, I think you've done a grand job. I don't know. And I'm just going to jump in there because in the first half, I thought Trent was playing excellent and Sterling was absolute poi in that first half. I thought he was absolute shy. And he gets the penalty and it's a burst in the second half and everyone's waxing lyrical about Raheem Sterling and Phil Foden and, and this and that. The first half, Grizz, I didn't think they were up to much at all. And that's I, I not... Look, I'm not saying they weren't up to much. I thought it was a good... A cagey match. It was a different approach from Pep. But I'm not heaping blame praise on their attacking play in the first half. We thought he were. I didn't think he were. Well, fair enough. Yeah. All. You know, really no. didn't. And that's that's not having a pop at, at, at Man City. I, I genuinely thought that 
we Trent was very good in the first half. He was up in the attack. He was supporting the attack. He gets yeah. the cross in for Mane's header. You know, he's he's doing well. He's, he's beat his man a few times. Zinchenko was struggling on that, um, that side. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. The pitch. And the game turned in... We'll come on to why the game fucking turns, but the game turns and then we're just gone. Do you know what I mean? So, well, I'm not trying to say Man City weren't good. I'm saying in the first half, it was a very un- They Liverpool managed Man the game City very game. well, though. I think they managed As the it game went very on, well. They did. But we didn't create yeah. much. And if you were not creating much against that defence, you know, we exactly. said it all night, they don't give up too many chances. And when your chances come, you have to take them. And we didn't take them. And my thing about Bobby, just before I finish up on that, I'm not trying to say, oh, Bobby gets singled out, Bobby gets singled out. I just mean, Bobby can be upgraded, certainly. But it takes the, the pressure off the others who maybe aren't hitting the form as well, you know. Salah's been good recently. I'll, I'll put my hand up on that. But Mane gets away with it as well, you know. So it's just the unfortunate with the, the shot. It was a team. couple of really bad individual performances. I thought Thiago was awful today. I thought he looked it's great. He, said, he sets the town with that. And I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's like, uh, yeah, their type of thing. Like, Scholes done that for years and got away with it and Kante, but Thiago doesn't seem to be getting away with it. I think it was yeah. I think it was Southampton he gets booked early as well, force challenge. And there was another game, I'm nearly sure, but he gets booked force challenge. He just I I understand that's his crux that he, he floats through games and I get that and the bits of magic, but he's got to up the intensity. He he really does. Right? He struggled today. He, he was chasing shallows from early on because of a um Yellow card. And Gizmo was in there saying, sorry, Gizmo was the one who told me last week that Thiago would struggle on Sunday. And he would, to be fair to him, the nail was on the head because he did. He, strig- he struggled from minute one. And I'm not writing him off because, like Chris said, Thiago and Jota, I think they were bought for the same. Yeah. We've seen Jota, we've seen Jota getting in behind. I think Thiago will work far better in this team when there's a Virgil there who's going to have this team pushed up and we're just pinning it in your own half, zinging the ball around. But it's not working at the moment and it's up to Klopp to spot these things because it hasn't been working. It's just, they look like that second, it's too tentative, it's too timid from Liverpool at the moment. Curtis Jones, who I thought was excellent today, burst forward and he's turning back in on himself. We're normally bang, bang, two, three touches and it's in the back of the net. It's just not there at the moment. It's not happening. Like There's a serious lack of mojo fucking going around the front three at the moment yeah. and we need to play our way over because there's no transfer window there's no one coming in here to save us yeah Jota is a shot in the arm when he comes back but he's coming up after quite a long layoff so these boys need to pull up their fucking socks because we can't just keep banging the injury drum because it's done now we know what sort of situation we're in we've got to pull our socks up and put points on the board because it'll get to a stage where it's April and May and you're still clawing to keep in top four yeah. and that's 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 what we're at at the moment. Yeah, it is. Um, Imran uh, with the super chat, he says a cause of Bobby's form is the, is a knock on effect, and and that might be that might be a case. There could be a case for that, but I think 
there is players that aren't playing to their potential. You know, there, there most definitely is. And, and, you know, we can, we can laud them one week, but the next week they're not good. You have to say they're not good. And, and there's a lot, there was a lot of them out there that were okay today for me. Um, they were okay. But like Shawnee said, this, and we keep going back to it. We're, we're going through a hard spot at the minute. We need players to stand up. We need them to stand up and go, listen, we're not taking this. And we don't care. And like, there's loads of injuries and there's loads of things going against you and, and that that's okay. And come the end of the season, we'd probably look and go, lads, it wasn't too bad. Look, look what fucking happened to us. But at the same time, in the, in, in the moment, you have to turn around and go, he needs to do more. He needs to do more. It's not like they're doing everything they can and it's still not working. If they were doing that, you go, listen, they're doing everything they possibly can here and they're just being unlucky. I, I, think, I think they are, Gav. I think effort-wise, if you're asking effort-wise... And Klopp said this effort wise. I'm not. Do, I'm not do, questioning do, their effort. So, so what are you saying? Do more what? I, I I would say do more technically. I think that um you can be you can be as you can be as energetic and and put in as much effort as you want. But I keep going back to it. They're not brave enough for me, Chris. They're simply not brave enough. There's I think too, Klopp, it's, they're, they're becoming passive, and and, and yeah. that's affecting everything we're doing. And listen. I agree. I'm one of the last ones that will, will kick and scream about Liverpool and, 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 lads, and slay players. Big on, isn't Klopp big on risk-taking? Isn't he? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, Shawnee, what, when we were is, flying, when we were flying, he always talks about when he's when he was given like positive thoughts on this. He always turns around, they talk risks and this. He's big on risk-taking. And mm. I'm nearly I'm sure Klopp is pushing it on them. But subconsciously, the boys aren't doing it. Like yeah. Doesn't we? You can see. I'll say again till I'm blue in the face. The big switch, it's gone completely out of game because the lads are afraid of that life of the counter attack. Mm-hmm. How many times this season have you got just done by just one ball? It's happened an awful lot of the time, and, and that's exactly that's, what I was going to say. The, it's you know, a Shani, you said, thing. Absolutely, it's a you know, you talked thing. about earlier. I think you said it, or something about the knock-on effect, or someone in the chat. Sorry, said it. The, the cause of ch- of changes in formation. So when you've got sort of, and it's not, this is what some people are not understanding or grasping, that when you've got sort of two or three positional changes and players playing in positions they're not used to playing, the uncertainty is absolutely understandable. They're not sure of what pass to make, when to make it. And that has a knock-on effect up to our forwards who everyone from fucking, you know, uh, who's it? Jermaine Genus and, 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 and Roy Keane and the like are saying, well, you've still got your forwards playing. It doesn't, it's not as simple as that. It's not as simplistic no, as not. that. You know, they're still up front, but the rest of the team is jigged about so much. You know, even Ginny's been playing number six and then a number eight. You know, role changes every game. Milner, Thiago started off as a six, now number eight. The centre-backs not knowing, the centre-backs being DMs, or number eights in Gene, uh, Henderson's case. So it's an, and then as a result of that, the fullbacks not knowing when to go, when not to go. Ours was a worldwide machine, probably Correct. the best oil machine in football. Absolutely, you know, you could say fourteen oh. players knowing exactly where to be, when to be immaculate. That's there's all no probably about up. it. Yeah. Absolutely no probably now. about it. Well, look, does does a uh, Christopher Scott says we can't rely on Bobby to 
to dictate how we play. We need a plan A, B, C, and D. I think that's absolutely fair. Um, yeah, but like Chris says, though, it, that's a system thing as well, Gav. It's a well-oiled machine. And if one, one part does not work, and then the rest doesn't. Now, yeah, but then, but, I, but then, but then you wouldn't... go back to the argument that um, you have to let Firmino off with some of his form because it's a system thing. And no, but, no, no, no. Because <clears throat> after Project Restart, Firmino was poor, Gav. When, it, when the two boys were there. He was yeah. poor. The ball was bouncing on him. And that that's grand. Look, the only one who talks sense today, and I know he's getting lashed out of it, Gary Neville had about, I think, 30 seconds where he actually sw- he switched his brain on. Because, look, don't let yeah. all the shite and the sky that comes out. I noticed that. Don't let all the shite that comes out of sky and the winding up that goes on in the gantry cloud that judgment. Gary Neville has probably forgotten more about football than the four of us and everyone in this chat included. Because he's been there, done that, and wore all the fucking T-shirts, playing it in title-winning team after title-winning team. And he took 30 seconds out of the absolute shit show that was that commentary team today and said, look, this is a blip. It's not more than that. Mm. This was absolutely expected. This team have been at it it for three seasons straight. This was going to happen. There's actually no causation for panic because this is a completely natural thing in a football team cycle. And this is what's happening here. And it's hap- it's 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 kind of forced. Normally, this happens when players get a little bit older and they just become stagnant and have to move on. This is all being rapidly accelerated by the loss of players and injury. And like you said, like Chris said, it's a fucking well-oiled machine. It's a well-oiled machine. If you have Van Dijk and Gomez there with the recovery pace of centre-backs like nobody else in Europe, the distribution, it's all in place there. They made the two perfect systematic signings with Thiago, who gave us something that we felt we felt we needed in midfield, and Jota, who was another. Now, obviously, when we signed Jota, we didn't realise he was going to be as good as he was. Yeah. But these fuckers who are paid the paper, seeing exactly what he was able to do for the team, they I'd love to know. There. I'd love they to know, City fans. There. I'd love to know, City fans. Did they really imagine Gomez and Virgil at the back there? Are you trying to say Foden and Mares and the like and Gundogan would have tried to outrun? Or play that way against Gomez. Do you know what I mean? So no, but, that, but see, but see, but, but that, but that's what that's that's what I'm saying. Whatever way we went in midfield or or, or at the back, suited City because City were coming. I think I think City might have been a bit. I haven't even gone on to the twenty beyond twenty minutes here. Um, but I think I think City were arriving at Anfield, and I think they might have been. They'd more of the ball in the first twenty, and I think they would have been surprised by that for the simple yeah. reason. I think they would have thought we're going to go in here lads and these are wounded and they're going to come out like fucking animals at us and they were set up clearly to play on the counter to play on the counter and and try suck it up and see what they could hit Liverpool with because they knew regardless of what way we went with the two at the back and the two and the three in midfield we, there was going to be gaps simply because we're trying to put square pegs in round holes and that's where the argument comes to centre half where did we put centre halves in Kevin Borland says Thiago was bought to play alongside Fabinho and Henderson he's played every minute out of position since his injury return yeah. not Thiago's fault you Fair. see yeah, no, that is that is fair, but lads, I have to I have to move along. Twenty to forty five, I think Liverpool become the better team in it. I think yeah. they, they get a stranglehold. They start looking that there's a bit more zip to their passing. There's a bit more movement. There's a bit more belief. City don't look as assured. Um, and then, and then, Shani, I'll come to you. Then the penalty comes, and I don't. Know, there's some people arguing over this. That is a fucking stonewall penalty. And yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. no argument, is there? Yeah, it's just. It, it was a centre. Look, there you go. Fabinho's been excellent for us this yeah. year. He, he's in, in with a shout for air player of the year. But at the end of the day, the fella's not a centre-back. He has probably spent his whole career making that challenge in midfield. 
and it just mm. being cynical. This is at the very, very top level, at the very top level in these games, because let's not get it twisted, right? People may go on, I'll that one out at the moment. Today, what you're seeing is the two best teams in England. That's what it is. In, yeah. in, the, in the best moments, they're about the best teams in England by a considerable amount. A lot of these games are played out in instinct. I remember reading uh, quotes from Marcelo about when he played in El Clasico, you literally play 90 minutes and you forget what you're at to do in 20 seconds before because you're literally playing in the moment every single time. It's so intense that you're literally playing an autopilot. That was a centre midfielder's challenge today in the box by, yep. by Fabinho. That's exactly what it was. He sticks his leg out and tags him, not knowing that Thiago was covering him. If Virgil lets him go there and Thiago covers and makes a last-minute tackle, pulls him out. Now, being Thiago, he probably fucking fouls him and gets sent yeah. off the way he's playing at the moment. But... So th- this is where we're struggling. And th- these seasons have hung on the finest margins in, in the latest time. But these games are always, even when you're on the best, it's still by five margins. And that's exactly what it was today. I thought from 20 to 40, we were much better, Gav. We did look like we were having a go. And that's why when we went in at halftime, I was thinking to myself, do you know what? If we just come out and go up a gear here, we might be able to get something. Because we all know what happens to City when they go a goal down. Look, and this isn't something new. They do seem a little bit gutless like that. Because it's been happening to them not only last season, early this season. And they haven't been conceding many. So I was thinking, if you can get one here, we might be able to pop them. But it just, it, it never happened for us. I mean, they come out, we'll get on to now, but they come out in the second half with a bit, just that bit more boy and hunger. And a show today, they they were the ones today coming to take that title back. And uh, that's what it was. Yeah, just just to let you know, um, that, there was people in the chat and there was problems going on. We have added about 12 new um, twelve new moderators, so there'll be, there'll be plenty of people, about about 12. Um, so there's loads of people there. Um the likes of the likes of Rajiv, uh, Free World, um, A. Loringer has been added. There's a load of them there um, that have been added. If they if they if they don't realise they have, if they look, they'll have a little um, a little spanner beside their name, and they can go and um, they can be they're they're, they're moderators. So they just no need to time anybody out. If they're if they're being bold, boys, just fucking ban them. Um, um, don't so, react to them. That's what I'd say. Don't the, react to the comments. Yeah, th- th- there's no reaction to th- no reaction to the comments like that. You just anyone that's in there that's a moderator now. If you see comments that's listen to people having a go with each other but if you see comments in there that are just ridiculous the likes of Hillsborough with loads of smiley faces just ban them don't time them out just ban them okay um Kieran Thorne has been added as a moderator so um he's looking for a spanner uh just keep looking you'll find it it's there um Grizz the penalty itself I just just on a note he gets inside Trent way too easy way too easy and he's going into a bit of danger and it's the back leg of Fabinho that kind of has a flick at him but the penalty itself Chris they don't like taking penalties at Anfield do they? No they don't do they um, but I must say it was the only blip in in a, in a masterful display from the fellow who missed it mm-hmm. um, yeah he missed the penalty you know Mahrez missed a penalty Kevin De Bruyne missed but that's the third penalty they've missed in a row against us and we've said this before um Alisson doesn't save many, but he seems to have this aura where people genuinely think they have to get it in the top bins to beat him. Do you know what I mean? And that and the, and the margin of error is, you know, not, not very big when that happens. Um, awful penalty. Uh, Trent's defending. I'm with Keith. I think Trent handled Sterling on the whole very well. 
but that was one of maybe two times where he let Sterling come inside too much. But again, but again, lads, this is not a defense of Trent, maybe. Maybe it is because it's one-on-one defense. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Ending has been criticized in the past, but it's improved. Like so many times he nicked the ball away from Sterling. But again, he's expected to receive cover from Henderson Correct. as a right-sided midfielder there. Yep. And he doesn't have that. He has, and he has Thiago there. And Thiago doesn't know where to be in a Liverpool system yet. You know, it's a total, or maybe he hasn't got the legs to be there. Thiago's a total different type of player. So there is, and we have to admit it, there is there is issues and with the formation and, and sort of the small, fine margins of where each player is. And when you're playing at this level, it's the fine margins that make the difference. And so to us, it may be, oh, well, Trent let him in too easy. But Trent's so used to defending on the, def- uh, making sure the winger doesn't go on the outside of him because if he, if he knows he cuts inside, Henderson or Ginny is there to, to double up. Mm. But it was too easy. Um, and as a, a f- and, a, and, and Fabinho made a, a midfielder's challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it was a penalty, 100%. Um, but I thought, I thought Gundogan was absolutely. Uh, it was a masterclass. He, he he was popping off passes, guys, that we, we couldn't even see on the screen. We didn't think that he spotted that the magnificent first time passes. Yeah. So I, yeah. to be honest with you, today, Gav, I knew he was good. Right? I knew he was good, but I'm going to own up and say t- I didn't know he was that good. And today, yeah, he's quality. I saw how good he is. He is quality. Olivier it says, um, for Keane, um, and I've noted this, Olivier, so that's noted. We were top of Christmas for the tour year running without centre-backs. Yeah, Liverpool are finished. Um, it's all wishful thinking. We'll be back. And um, S. Lumby 666 says, I'm a City fan. I thought it was a great game. Tactically great to watch. It's about time we won at Anfield. Uh, Gundogan was class today. And I think... Um, that's, yeah. that's, that, that's, that, <laughs> that's 100%. That's that, that's actually my man Steve. So shout. Oh, was that Steve him? There. Oh, was that yeah, that's Steve? Steve Lumbie, okay, yeah. so Steve, yeah. yeah. No, in fairness, you, you have a spot on there. Give City the flowers today. If you're on a neutral watching that today, watching Gundogan and yeah. Foden, they were both. Oh, we, were, we haven't touched upon Foden yet. Maybe Gavel. They are magic. Yeah. Look, they were magic, and I thought there was another few individuals who were very good for them today. Just he went about the business. The best I've seen Rodri playing the City looked like he was up the pace for them. Uh, he was getting about a bit, but Gundogan. Look, Gundogan should be a marker to, to any Liverpool fan now who's kind of putting down Thiago because it takes yeah. time. It takes fucking time to learn this the way England works. Now, Thiago is probably... Like someone said, yeah, he came in to play with Hendon Fabinho and he hasn't been there since. And that's grand. That's all right. We'll see the, we'll see the best of Thiago in a couple of weeks against Leipzig. Trust me. Trust yeah. me. We'll see in Europe... The, the speed of the game, you'll see the complete difference. But if I'm going back to Man City, Phil Foden was immaculate. I think he's 20. Mm, I said in the WhatsApp today, I think he'd be world-class by the time he's 21. I, I take it back. I think he's already world-class, to be honest with you. He's... We'll go on. We'll, we'll go, get into it. We might, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue us on. So, so, uh, Alisson for the second second goal. But fuck well, me. Well, well, Phil Fowden has an awful lot to do. Yeah, has an I'll, awful lot to do. I'll, I'll, with, with I'll, that there. And he, it's just, it's unbelievable what that kid is able to do. He's, he's class. 
Yeah, he is. He's absolute quality. I mean, we might talk a little bit about a couple of City players in a bit. Luke Johnson says, love your analysis, lads, but I have to disagree with the idea that centre-backs are so heavily impacting the attacking poor play. Um, these are meant to be world-class attackers. I think what we're getting at, Luke, is, yeah, don't get me wrong, we, we, we've said Mane is being poor at times, Salah, Firmino, um, Origi, whoever it might be, but what we're saying is you have to take away a little bit of context of the whole side because we're so used to this whole side being so functionally good and then haven't and allowing these players to express themselves massively. Whereas now at the moment, you're, you're probably seeing a side that are stepping off things a little bit, delaying things a little bit, not sure whether to absolutely go for something because they're worried about what's behind them because they all work as a team and, and I think that's what you're seeing at the moment but I think it's a fair point to say that the attackers at times haven't been good enough um, in, in It's not just the, the front three but it's the, the the wing the full backs as well as the big impact I think on the centre backs do you know what I mean like last season we knew that, that Trent and Robertson were there, one of our main outlets for, for breaking down teams and they're the ones I think that are suffering the most from the lack of centre backs Mm. Uh, Kieran Doyle puts in a super chat uh, but doesn't say anything so Kieran, if you want to say something to us go ahead and say <laughs> it um, but lads it's it's nil all at half time but City score four minutes into the f- second half I think it's four minutes into the second half um, Keith I'll come to you um, I was disappointed because I just thought you know what I, we the better the second half of the first half I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to see us kind of have another go with them and see see where we're getting you know, because we were always a bit on edge because of the side we have out and the former in. But I wanted to get to the hour and get having a go with them and then see what, what they're made of. But it, it wasn't to be. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We got to this the second half of the first half. We were the better team. And then we got off the hook with the penalty miss as well. So you think, <coughs> you get in yeah. there, you regroup. It's like, Roy. Man City at this point, I don't think had been attacking excellently. It's probably fair to say, but we just give it up too easy. We mm. just give it up too easy when when it does happen. Um, what the first goal? That's the Gundogan. Is that the yeah. one where the Allison saves off pushes there. it straight yeah. out? Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's not great by Allison, really. In my opinion, I don't think he's uh, he, he's putting it anywhere near out of danger. Do you know what I mean? But it's good play by by Foden. He makes space. No, Sterling. It's, uh, Sterling. Um, does Foden not hit that in now? No, Sterling. Sterling. Sterling, Sterling comes inside. Yeah, but the uh, hits the shot, parties it out. Gundogan t- taps it in. Gundogan's been excellent. Um, as we've touched on there, the lads have both said he's been brilliant for them. And it's come. We spoke to Steve Jordanoy a bit of a positional change from as well that he's a bit more um, attacking, a bit more. A bit less in the the number six role, for want of a, a better word, as well. He's just so clever on the ball, but for him as well, he misses the penalty, and straight away, second half, that's gone out of his mind because he pings one in. I want to just a signal at the time. I want to add something to that, but I want Shawnee to just sort of deal with this comment before we carry on. Hold on, why is Allison getting a free ride? Is he winding me up? That's why, that's, why, that's why I let you at him. <laughs> where is that where is Allison getting a free ride because I tell you what there's fucking there's been 11 like Grizz said 14 players in the last two years who have literally took us to another Damn. pantheon in world football mm-hmm. and he is one of them where is Allison getting a free ride 
he where would we be without Allison? You seen how fucking terrible we are without Ad- with Adrian and Gal. Kelleher has done all right. Allison will get a free. Allison can do that for another two or three or four or five fucking games if he wants. That man has that much credit in the bank. So back him because you had a bad game today. Why aren't we trying fucking Allison under the bus? But you know what, Sean? Idiots. That's why. You're right. Idiots. And he Stupid. was out sick as well during the day. He misses a game with a I sickness. was just, I was just going to you know say I mean? an absolute ridiculous thing to say. Why is Allison getting a free ride? He's obviously on the wind up. Has to be United fan. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get on, we're gonna get on to Allison in a few minutes, right? Um, the goal. Yeah, I just want to add on. Yeah. I just want to add on Keith's point yeah. um, about sort of the second, the start of the second half. I mean, I know you put it to him, but I want to give credit. I'm not an arsenic, as everyone knows, for other teams. I love my fucking team. Right, but sometimes, but the real footballman out of me comes out, right? And I thought the changes that Pep made at halftime were far more significant and effective and changed the tone of the game. Now, I know maybe Keith doesn't see it like me, but that's fine. We can discuss and chat. I thought he made the effective changes. He went to a near enough a 4 4 2. And Gundogan was to find your, your midfielders in our penalty area shows their intent after that break. Now, we, we can talk about their intent in the first half and say they backed off, they let us have the ball, and they weren't very sort of adventurous going forward, knowing that we can counter, and vice versa. We knew that. But I thought after the second half, when he weathered the storm and he thought, and when he, once he saw that we're not up to much here, he was brave enough to change it. And I thought it's a testimony in terms of, if you see a lot of their goals, there's about three or four of their players in our penalty area all the time. And I thought that was a change of intent from Pep and kudos to him. Klopp couldn't do that. I don't know if he didn't have the players, didn't have the bottle. His mind wasn't switched on. Don't know, for whatever reason, and that's open to chat and debate, but he didn't match that change. And when he did, it was far too late and the changes were ineffective. It's an easy change for for us. He can go to a four four two diamond with the personnel that were on the pitch, if needs be, if he wanted to change it up. But Pep was just that bit ahead of him today, and you know, it's it, you know what, it's 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 easy to say Pep was ahead of Klopp today. One team is on an amazing run, and one team is on a downward spiral where confidence is at an all time low. Do you know what I mean? So it, it was it was very well done by Pep. Um, Pep's one of the greatest managers of the last, you know, the modern game of the modern era. He's not a mug. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Ever. He's not a mug. Pep Guardiola looks at that and he knows we're the bleeding, we're a wounded animal. But he could tell by that that we're not the wounded animal that's coming out of the bleeding traps to get them. We we were if one or two chances, but we weren't doing that. And so he knew, right, we, we can get these, we can go for these now in the second half. And the little change... You know, it done it. He saw that he was nullifying any threat that we had, and he and they they battered us then. You know, yeah. Well, like for me, for me looking at that goal, um, for me looking at that goal, it's a carbon copy of the penalty for me with 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 Sterling. Sterling is literally getting to Trent, slowing him yeah. down, dropping his shoulder, coming inside him, and just leaving him. And Trent is looking at him going inside, going. And again, it looked to me like Trent was looking going. Well, if he goes inside here, I have a fella beside me that's going to look after. That's not letting Trent off. I think there's too much of that goes on. Trent, if Trent wants to face him up that way, you need he needs to take a step to his left and say, "I'm not letting you inside. You're going down the outside. Or you're going fucking nowhere." And what happens is he he goes in and he says, "I'll half look at look at going out 
pushing it down the outside. As soon as he pushes in, he's inside him and you can't touch him. You see it for a couple of the goals today, even the one um, folding flicks to the back post for, for Sterling to score. You see Liverpool players are absolutely terrified to touch him. Was it Bernardo? Sorry. He, he, absolutely terrified to touch him. You know what I mean? Because Oh fuck! Look, yeah. if we go near him, you know we know what's happening. But it's one nil. Um, Shawnee, I'll come back to you. And LFC Aaron says, "Why was Curtis sold? He was our best player." Getting onto that next, yeah, buddy. That, um, yeah. Getting onto that next. Um, that's why I left it up there. Um, but Shawnee, come to you. You know, it's a ball by Trent down the side, um, and our centre half tries to be nice too cute. Tries to be too nice cute. He, he, he gets yeah. overconfident on it, and I'd say Guardiola lost his fucking shit over it because all he has to do is let that run beyond him. And pass it back to the goalkeeper. He tries a flick, it hits off Salah, he goes through. And you know what? I have to say, it's a soft penalty. Soft penalty, soft as fuck. But the only thing I will say is, he hasn't been doing enough of that this season. Where he gets the arm pulled and hit the deck like a light. Just keep doing it. Because any hand on you now is a penalty. And he learned, and he get the penalty, and he sticks away well, Shawnee. Yeah, it's a brilliant penalty, I think. You always, like, if you had to tell me we could sub on Minla to take that penalty today, I would have said, yeah, because I don't know what it is about. I just, yeah. something about left footers taking penalties just doesn't sit right with me. But in fairness, his record is, is immaculate. Uh, and he banged it away. In fairness, I thought Ma was the most on it at the front three. Yeah. When it happened, I didn't think it was a penalty. But fuck it, how many of these this season have we had where we didn't even get a look in? So, yeah, um, Diaz, who we were picking up all week, makes us look like we're talking shite and haven't got a clear for it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, we got back into the game where it looked like it was going to be, could have been one of those games then where we could have played until fucking tomorrow and we wouldn't have scored, you know what I mean? Because we didn't really work at us in at all in the second half. Uh, we really didn't. And that, that was the disappointing part. And then it goes one all and you're saying, look, will we have a go here and get going? But it just never happened. They, they we equalised and they nearly go down the other end of the pitch and score from the kickoff. Mm-hmm. So it was just one of them games where we we never really got going by the last 20 in the first half. We just, it was very, very flat. Yeah. He, and he, he does, he sticks away well. And I'm thinking on the balance of it, one all is probably about right. Um, just because of the instance that happened. I know they miss a penalty and stuff like that. But I'm thinking, yeah, it's an even enough game. One all at this stage. Let's let's see what happens. Um, Kieran says the game, the, the game is the same as always between the two teams. Both are capable capable of blitzing clear in a 10 minute spell happened countless times over the years yeah. um, and Banter yeah, FC fair. says Tiago needs a few games out he's been woeful the last couple of games um, just, uh, that's what I wanted to get on to um, Grizz I'll come to you um, it's 1-1 and then we make these changes and I was mystified by them Grizz I have to be honest um, I was with you but I think they sort of um to me, they sort of shown showed where, where Klopp is mentally. <coughs> Sean, he touched upon his braveness, usually. Um, but he didn't go totally brave and just bring on Jack. He bought an insurance policy. Sorry, I've got a little cough. Is that right? It's the longest cough ever. I just played cough for help, please. It's not no, as easy where, as where? But yeah, look. In a normal situation, you expect changes and, and you expect the home team and the team that's going for the three points to make the positive changes. So you can you can understand Shaq coming on, right? What you can't understand is Shaq coming on for the probably the most 
probably, I, I'm trying to think, is he the most informed central midfielder we've got at the moment? Out of the three, he was having the best game. Thiago? Uh, no, uh, Jones. He brought on Jones, didn't he? No, he took off Jones. For Thiago. Shaq came on for Thiago. Wasn't it a it double situation? Yeah, it Wasn't was. It yeah, it was a double, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. I mean, Milner for Jones, Shaq for. But, but the fact that it was a double situation, uh, mm. um, substitution, it showed to me he brings on an insurance policy alongside yeah. him with Milner, which shows that you know he wasn't as brave as normal, he wasn't yeah. as daring as normal, and that's yeah. where his mental state is, as well as the team's. And that was the worrying part for me, lads. That normally we see Klopp making the brave calls, he could have kept Jones alongside uh, Ginny and then brought on Shakiri as well. But could he, he, you know, the fact that he sort of kind of leveled it out and balanced him, tried to bring on Shakiri with a bodyguard of Milner, you know, kind of back to square one. Shakiri hasn't been a good sub since. I don't know, the Man United game when he came on and scored two goals. Do you remember, guys? Uh, I, you know, Shakiri. I don't know. It's a difficult one to understand. I couldn't understand it at the time. Um, he's had a few He's had a few moments, but look, I agree yeah. with you. You wouldn't hang your hat on him coming off the bench to save the game because it just no. hasn't been a consistent... But, but surely, the, the, fact that no Jones wasn't, the fact that Jones wasn't doing anything wrong is more confusing than the fact Shakiri came on. Like, if, he wasn't, if it wasn't working for Jones, then you could understand... How often do we say, oh, come on, bring off Jones, bring on Shakiri? Yeah. Something and different. I, mine, I, I thought Thiago was the obvious change. Yeah. I thought whipping he's Thiago only yellow, was the obvious definitely. change. He's only yellow. He looks a bit leggy. He's not really affecting the game. And I thought, like, I remember when John, the camera was flashing on Jones and I said, you know what, Jones is actually being very good here. And then I just realised he was getting whipped off. I was like, yeah. nah. But again, but again, looking at our subs bench, I cried. I cried for the yachts that we know what we bought, what we thought we were buying, or how we how we thought it's going to turn out. I cried for Navigator. You know, where are these people in times of need? Um, and and that's where it comes down to. We have we can talk about sort of Klopp's options, and and I've criticised him for his changes and his mindset. But you can't criticise him if he hasn't got the options on the bench that he should have, that he thought he's going to have in, in terms of the strength of squad, the Nabbies, the Yoxes. Where are they? The I two just... coming off was fine, <laughs> but it was, I'm not sorry, the two, to bring on Milner and to bring on Shaq when you look at the benches isn't the worst of what's on there. And to take off Thiago was the right thing to do, but to take off Curtis Jones was was not the right thing to do because he was impacting. He has the chance where he cuts in and and he he fires one just wide at the post. You know he's looking to get on the ball. He's looking to make things happen, and none of the others were. Now, if he wanted to bring on Milner and Shaq, he should have taken off maybe Bobby and um, Bobby and Thiago, Thiago. and just trying to change things a little bit like that. To, to take off Jones was a bit of a strange one because he was impacting it and he was the only one in the midfield. Like, Genie, I thought, was terrible today. But, terrible is probably a strong word, a bit leggy, but he wasn't impacting it. Do you know what I mean? And it's, Jones was, and to take him out for Milner, it just... I, I couldn't believe Jones. I, could, I I couldn't believe Jones come off. I, and I and I will I will say it now. I, I, Klopp gets it completely wrong, um, in my opinion, because we're talking there. Banter FC says the loyalty to Firmino was causing us uh, go four four two like City. Like we're talking there about City going from a four three three and just subtly to a four four two. He could have easily left Jones on there, right? And he could have said, right, if he wants to get Milner on the pitch for Thiago, walk away, do it. If he wants to get Shakiri on, do it. But 
don't don't take off Jones. Well, well, he could have easily just said, right, I'm I'm sticking I'm sticking Salah up front, and I'm going to play Shakiri off him, and I'm going to play Jones off the right, Manny off the left, and get the other two lads in midfield, and just make it like a four five one hybrid sort. Of, do something different. But but for me, looking at that midfield, a Jones is the freshest of them all. Without a shadow of a doubt, because yeah. Thiago's coming back from an injury, he's playing out position as people will tell you, and he's not fully up to speed for me. When Aldam looks out on his feet, okay, and then you're bringing on a Milner for him, a, Mil- a fucking Milner for him that that was uh, on his knees on on Wednesday night or Thursday, whatever night it was, and I just could not make sense of this. If you want to get Milner and Shakiri on, there's there's way more ways of doing it in in that team than than Jones shouldn't have been in touch for me. Uh, he, sh- he just he just should not have been um, uh. attention social security and ssi recipients if you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the irs and claim the recovery rebate credit go to ssa.gov eip to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits like the child tax credit that's ssa.gov slash EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Uh, shouldn't have been touched there. Uh, Motti says Grizz hasn't been quoted in Norway this week. He needs to step up. Of course, he was quoted in the Norwegian Fan Supporters Club a couple of weeks back. But um, Jota and Nabi to start first team training this week. Get that over in Norway. Get that quoted. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and Banter says uh, game is over in 75. Why not give Kabaka a run out? For, yeah, that's not a bad point. But I, I just, for me, Klopp gets it completely wrong in A, taking Jones off and I think B, and putting Milner on. Um, because he's he's a fella that's on his knees during the week and you want to come into a game of that intensity and get going again. I just, I Agreed. thought he was completely, I thought he was wrong. Um, I think he wanted the kill head, but didn't he? He wanted someone to just play no, the ball down. No, no, I don't, no, I'll tell you what happened. He went to one all and he bottled it, in my opinion. And that's yeah, that's went to one all and wanted wanted to just get someone that wasn't going to take. He was taking the risk factor out of the, you know, he was taking bringing in Milner to say right. But he was inviting City on. He was inviting oh, yeah, yeah. City on by this, by doing this. I'm totally with Gav because because what it is he saw Pep change the formation. He's he 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 alluded to it after in the press conference. He's talked about City changing their shape and going to four four two. And Gav's absolutely right. He didn't, for whatever reason, maybe it's the personnel he had at, the, at his disposal, but he didn't have the balls to change it, match it or anything. What he'd done instead was just ch- change the personnel in their formation, which wasn't working. They had swamped that formation. They had covered that. They had that formation in total control. That second half was a walk in the park for them, honestly. Yeah, but, but Stephen O'Connor says that he was settling for the draw. Why are Liverpool settling for the draw in this game? It's not like they're set, we're seven points clear with a game in hand. You know, if if we're is the opposite, you go, lads, we've a couple of injuries. We got to one all. Let's change this and go a little bit more defensive because you have to remember, A, Milner is more defensive than than uh, Jones, right? And B, Shakiri's not going to sit into a structure defensively for you. So it didn't make sense. And I think Klopp looked at it and went, Oh, we haven't got it in us, let's let's try change this. I think he he'd more chance of winning that game. Now the the, the, the mistakes Alison make we're gonna talk about now absolutely cha- turns the game on his head. But when you look I say see you're looking at that going brilliant. Shakiri's not gonna track fuck all if we go and Milner is literally been playing every minute for the last three weeks. We can absolutely get at him. Coupled with the centre backs that we have 
Gino and Aldam on his last legs for me. Um, and just not, nothing happening for Liverpool. It just, it made no sense. I think I put more pressure on us, them changes, than it did on City. And, um, that's, that's, that's just my opinion. But listen, um, let's move on. Um, Alison, Keith, um, he has credit in the bank. There's no doubt about that. Um, he has credit in the bank, but I have to say today, I don't know what he's at because it, it happens and it happens and, it, and it just keeps happening. And I'm like, yeah. am I, is this so, a replay I'm watching or is he just continuing to do this? Yeah, <laughs> but but the fact that it happened a few times, I think, was telling. It was it, it wasn't right. It's not like Allison has become cardious, as I've seen fucking getting compared to. It does something not right. And as we touched on earlier, you know what I mean? An illness, you don't want to make excuses for him. But if you have the, the trots do that day, you, know, you might be a bit, bit wiped out, maybe. I don't know. His decision making wasn't great because the passes that he, that he, where he yeah. hit a straight hit him, they, they weren't, you know, they were the type of pass that I could do. Do you know what I mean? Didn't have that. The in them. Didn't have the in them now. And to do it once, you'd say, is like, right, that's a, that's a mistake. To do it a few times that he did, it's not like it to me, it's not like the head was gone. He makes a mistake because we've seen Allison make mistakes before. We've seen Allison against Leicester in his fourth season, tried to do a Cruyff torn, getting caught out and conceding and just brushing it off and getting on with it. And I think that's the good thing about him that you know that you will. Like exactly. You know the type of character that he and this is why we shouldn't go too overboard with because look, he's made a couple of mistakes. These yeah. fucking things happen, lads. Like, he, ha- he has made mistakes, Shawnee, but having said that, if he makes two cracking saves today, we're telling you how great Allison is. There's no excuse for what he does today. And I'm not saying sell him or fucking drop him, but there's no excuse there for what he does excuse. today. There is an excuse. He's a goalkeeper no, playing there's not. Level. Shawnee, Sh- tell me a goalkeeper in the history of the Sh- game. Shawnee, 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 listen. There's no excuse for what he's done today. There's none. He he passes one out and gets away with it barely, right? Then he does it again and we can see it. And then he does it again and we can see it. And it's not like he's he's they're not even passes anywhere near Liverpool players. They're, I'm they're, with it's unbelievable what he I'm does. With, and, I'm with yeah. Keith. I'm with Keith because I, I I'm assuming trots means what I think it's, it means, right? Yeah. Is it yeah? Okay, yeah, because you know you guys do bamboozle me with your Irish word in there, right? <laughs> and I have to work it out, right? Like a Ronnie. What I know you got from you guys, yeah, fucking hell, Ronnie. Like, does okay? Do any of the viewers or listeners or whoever's in there know what a Ronnie is? Because they said to me, my Ronnie's looking nice. We'll discuss that. We'll keep an eye on the chat. But yeah. <laughs> um, with regards to Alison, I get what Sean is saying and I get what Gav's saying, but I'm with Keith that there's got to be something in this. Um, in this illness and his, and his, and his, you know, not being right, not being there because he was severely ill to me. You know, a goalkeeper doesn't miss it if he's just got a cold or whatever. You know, you've got to be like severely a, ill. You look like a boxer who got rocked. Yeah, absolutely. The well, then, well, then go down. Absolutely. Well, then go down. Go down on the ground and call someone and say, listen, I'm not feeling the best. I'm actually not well here. Do something. But, but like, I'd imagine he d- wanted d- d- to d- play. I'd imagine d- Klopp yeah. would have asked him. I, I don't imagine he was pushed in there because... Probably fine at the start, Johnny, but there could have been something in the five minutes before this happened where he doesn't feel well, he feels rocky. Go to the fucking ground. Go to the ground. You're, you're doing yourself no favours staying on the pitch. Go, go to the ground. But you know what I mean? You go, go to the ground, call someone in and go, listen, I'm not feeling well. I'm actually dizzy. I'm fucking... I've, I've double vision, whatever it might be, and they make a substitute. Now, I'm not saying we win the game, but like... 
oh, come on. Like, I, I, like if he, if he makes a mistake, you go, he's made a mistake. He's, no, don't get me wrong. He plays next week for me. He plays every fucking game for us. He's that good. But today I'm looking going again, again, again. And the, the last, one, the last, one. but the last one, the last one for me was like, Oh, hold on. Like, this isn't even, and, and I might add way to, way to the argument that there was something wrong with him because the last one where he's, he, he's can go anywhere he wants it and he just side foots a hard straight to the city player. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, I, I'll take it back. There probably is an excuse, but I think the excuse would be more down to if he was ill and wasn't well rather than a footballing excuse because mm. it, let's be honest, I'd fucking part like, I haven't said that I'm a very good passer for football. Graves, Graves <laughs> would, would pass ball, would pass the ball better than that. Um, but look, we, we, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to go on about Mark. Yeah, I won't but, answer um, that. Ben Ebbett, Ben Ebbett says, uh, Ronnie is your moustache. There you go, Ben Ebbett, for man yourself. Um, but look, it's, I was saying as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah I just, I just spotted, well, I think. yeah, I just, I just spotted that. So I threw it up, but look, Alison, it happens. Um, we hope he's okay. You may hear more afterwards, but it does cost us the game. It absolutely costs us the game. I'm going to finish this up fairly quickly, lads, because we're an hour and 14 minutes in. And I just want to know from all of you, and Grizz, I'll start with you. Um, what do we do? Rest of the season, what are you looking for? Um, <clears throat> we look to consolidate top four. We look to get our injured, remaining injured players back, namely Keita and Jota. Uh, we try to uh, settle in from now on um, the centre-backs that we've bought, enabling us our midfielders to get back into position. Mm-hmm. And we hope that sort of solidifies the spine of the team and players knowing where they are in comfortable positions where they've played the majority of their career. And we we finish second um, and we give an absolute good good go at the Champions League. Um, and I think Jota will be key for that. I think Tiago will be key for that. And that's, in my opinion, the best we can hope for this season. Okay, Shani, any different than that? Sack same as yeah. Grizz. Just get yeah. back on the horse, get a few of the bodies <laughs> back in. One thing I'd like to see is maybe club trying something different now. Maybe not the 4 3 3 every week. Maybe mm-hmm. a 4 4 2. Maybe something different. Maybe Salah and Jota up top. Maybe Mane in a number 10 like he does for Senegal. Just try something. I, I think there's the thing is we've come accustomed to these title races. Look, we're not in one now, and I don't care what anyone says. Don't get dragged into. We will finish top four. I don't think there's any doubt about it. We will finish top four. <coughs> Too many quality players there for us not there, and I think we we'll probably do it with games to spare. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to just change thing around because we need to start doing things with foresight now, Gaff. Because four three three is not going to walk every game next year. Obviously, Virgil and that will come back and the system. But we need to find something that works for this current system. We need to not worry about what uh, what's going to happen when the lads come back. Find something now. I'd like to see Klopp stepping out of his comfort zone a little bit. And showing us, now, no doubt about it, showing us why he's one of the better managers in the world. And I think it's on Klopp now to get, to get us out of this and some of the players. Yeah, I think that's fair. Keith, any different to them? Yeah, no, I agree with the, agree with the lads. It's, it's a case of getting centre-backs in playing centre-back. Whether they're the centre backs we want or not, they're centre backs at the end of the day. And we saw Fabinho putting the hanging the leg out today. There's been a few incidents. He's done great, but there's been a few incidents where he's he's a midfielder playing in there. So you you start at the back. You get Kabak in, who I think is the the one of the defenders that's probably ready and the one you're looking most forward to. Yeah. 
you you push Henderson back into midfield and you'd never look to pull him back at centre back because if we've got Nat Phillips, Fabinho, Ozan Kabak and Ben Davies, we've got bodies back there that can play centre back. I would even be looking at getting games where Fabinho's put back into midfield. Because if you can get these bodies back into midfield, you can rotate and rest the midfield. Thiago's coming in for too much criticism, in my opinion, because he's playing not that he's playing too much, he's world-class. People saying he's not world-class. Thiago is a world-class player. He's excellent. But there's no harm in having more options in there and taking him out of the team and maybe, you know, getting more accustomed to how referees act in England, that what they let you away with, what they won't let you away with. And then, as Shawnee said, and I think it's key, you have to try something new. There has to be changes in the formation. The personnel we have isn't great, in all honesty, but what's coming back can can help that really, really, you know, Naby Keita gets a lot of stick for his injury record. When Naby Keita's fit, he can add a dimension to the, the midfield that others don't. Jota, if he comes back in any way, shape or form of fitness, will be a huge, huge addition to this team going forward. So I think we just need to not be as reactionary. You know, Alisson's not a shit keeper all of a sudden. Alisson is an elite, best in the world type keeper. Mm-hmm. He's in that category. I think Sean, he was saying that they're name a keeper that doesn't make mistakes. They all do. Um, Allison will be fine. It's just about solidifying what we have, getting back to the draw. This could be the the sort of you know we got our watershed moment. Yeah, watershed moment. Our to us at home by our big rivals. We didn't deserve any more than what we got. You know what I mean? And this could be the we've said it a few times right now, but this could be the one where it's right. Start fucking playing again. Okay, we're back playing. Trent, you're getting forward. There's a centre back there on your side. Robertson, you're getting forward. If you need a rest, Simicast came back today. Didn't look the best, but you know what I mean? That lad needs time to acclimatise and gel in as well. He's had nothing but bad luck. The more options we can get in, the more we can rotate and change the team. And that might be the, the spark we need where there may be a position or formation change as well. Mm. Um, for me, I, I agree with Alias. I, I genuinely do. For me, like I'm looking and people are saying top four be a struggle, and I'm looking going, lads, we've stopped playing football for six weeks. We've stopped. We've we've just yeah. literally literally taken the last well four weeks or whatever it might be off a bit more than that, and we're still sitting fourth in the league and what four five four points five points off second place. Um, we're at we're at we're at the rock bottom for me now and I think it can only get better I hope it gets better centre halves get them bedded in like you said get a bit of freshness into the midfield I think Fabinho and Henderson will do that and on top of that it will push the, the forward thinking players on a little bit as well it, it mix up information I'm not against whatsoever I just want us to be more brave I, I want us to go out swinging um, yeah. regardless whether that's whether whether by some miracle we end up winning the next six or seven in a row and you turn you go we're only X amount of points off the top or we're, we're in a battle for top four I want us to go out swinging and, and just absolutely going for it leave nothing behind and say you know what no regrets because in, it's my opinion and it always has been that we've been dealt a very bad hand this season and we're doing our best with it it's not working at the moment but I think it will come back and I think this Liverpool side is far from finished but I think top four I think you get top four and you move on and you you, you draw a line under it um, lads before we go um, 
just remind you on manscaped manscaped.com lfcdt um for 20 percent off and free shipping we have got a new newsletter coming out every week and um, the link is in the description and if you go in there and click on it and put in your email address you will become a subscriber and every time it comes out it automatically goes to your email account okay and the last thing and the most important is um this keen um draw that we have has got off the fucking wall right uh Went live at half seven on Friday night, 499 tickets. We gave ourselves four weeks to sell them, thinking it'll tick on. There's 360 of the fuckers gone um, already, right? Um, 359 tickets, sorry, um, I'm, I'm telling lies here on Torrance. There's 359. Um, I was rounding up um, as the Europeans would do. But there's 359 tickets gone as now. So what's that leave? 140 left um, out of 499. Brilliant prizes. Link is in the description. You go in there, you click on it. You you click the numbers you want, um, the raffle numbers you want. It allows you to register. It's literally your name and an email address. And then you answer a simple question so they know you're not a robot. Buy as many as you want. And, lads, this is going to sell out. And what I will tell you is if it sells out in the next two days, we're going to spend the amount of time left before the draw happens trying to get you more prizes, trying to add to that. So instead of it being 12 prizes, we could end up with 14, 15, 16, wherever it might be. We're not going to stop. So... Now is your chance to get in. Four ninety five a ticket, and that ticket will get you into all twelve draws. Okay, but the re- response has been outrageous for it. Um, click the link, put it, copy and paste it onto your social media, send it out there wherever you can, and we get this sold out. And um, yeah, if we sell it up, we're just going to keep trying to get prizes. Grizz, it's been an absolute pleasure. I better let you go because if Shawnee misses the start of the Super Bowl, he's going to bleed. I'm already at the missing the national anthem. I'm going to go fucking mad. What? Did he play around the vein already? Yeah, Michael D. Higgins is handing out hooks and all. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Grace has been an absolute pleasure. I love you so much and I'll talk to you during the week. Same. Good stuff, Keith. I love you um, as much as I love Grace. Thank you very much. Thank you very no much. No worries. Shani, I love you more than both of them. And real quick, lads, <laughs> Gav, Kieran Anton, everyone involved, unbelievable job. Some spread put on. You're going to buy a few tickets. You never know. You might end up with a jersey. You might end up with nothing. But at the end of the day, you're doing something really good for a great cause. And fair play to Gav and the likes of Kieran on Tarn yeah. getting together and doing it. Because it's a tough shift. Yeah. It really is. And uh, it, it's just brilliant. And it's great to get feedback from the lads' actual parents as well. So, uh, yeah, they're blown away by you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And head up because we'll be fucking back. We're not going anywhere. It's a little bump in there. I'll be grand. Okay, yeah, good stuff. Exactly. There you go. Shani's fired up. Come on, the Chiefs. Is that right, Shani? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Up Tom yeah. Brady. All up right. Giselle. Oh, okay, right. Now, well, he played, he, Tom Brady plays. But now, to be fair, if I'm being honest, I want to see Tom Brady win. It's a legacy thing. Mahomes Amen. is going to win loads of Super Bowls. Have, have, have right. FSG got a team in this? No. Yeah. Man United do. You have to spend money, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. that's oh, why I said it. Jeez, I better edit that out. That's another podcast. <laughs> no, the day of sport today with Ireland in the rugby, Liverpool in the football. So we'll take the Chiefs here to win the Super Bowl and make a three out three of absolute shy for the Well, day, Pakistan so. are playing at 4 a.m. in the morning. So, and they're nah, on for the me, you have of... to give away a penalty and Alisson to make a save yeah. on the touchdown. Go on, boys. Yeah, yeah so yeah, be good. Talk to us in a bit. Over now. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, which glasses look better on me? 
Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D virtual try-on. Pretty cool, right? Hmm. Uh, I don't know about the purple cat eyes. I think they're fun. What about these tortoiseshell glasses? Or these rimless sunglasses? Oh, what about these clear frames? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep. They also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Sports Social Podcast Network.